Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to Let's Create the Revolution Together, a podcast about creating new ways to embody ourselves as humans. If you're here, you're probably well aware of all the shifts that are happening on our planet. Maybe you go with the flow with those changes, or maybe you're struggling to find who you truly are. Either way, this space right here is for you. My name is Marigold Era. I'm an Ayurvedic wellness coach, a spiritual life coach, and a podcaster. I am here to guide you through this reality that we can call the Earth School. I strongly believe that we are here to create new ways to show up as individual and as collective, and that every experience that we encounter is an opportunity to grow and evolve. So grab yourself something to drink, make yourself comfortable, and let's jump right into the next episode. Today on Let's Create the Revolution Together, I have the pleasure to talk with Joe Garner. His mission here is to help people awaken to their purpose. He's all about meditation, consciousness, and the shifts that is happening right now on our planet. That's why he's leading meditation that connect people directly to their higher selves to gain insight into their life path. Uh, before 2021, his core value were deeply rooted in the physical existence. And then he went through a massive awakening that shifted his entire understanding of life. He now believes that we're going through a fundamental transformation from competitive systems to a cooperative ones. And that the spiritual awakening of humanity helps each individual reframe how they view their reality in order to have a more synergetic society. He's here today to talk about the expansion that this awakening led him to. And if you are going through an awakening yourself and you're looking to shift your beliefs, your understanding and your reality, this episode is definitely for you. So here he is, Joe Garner. Hey, Joe. Hello, Marigold. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. So as I said in the introduction, you're uh, leading meditation and you suggested to, uh, to, to do one ourselves like together. So you want to yeah. go ahead and lead I'd one? I'd love to share that awesome. with uh, all your listeners as well. Yes. So. so yeah. So if you guys want to tune in, Joe's going to lead like a short, like two or three minute meditation and then we're just going to jump into our talk together perfect yes right. and if you're driving or operating vehicles please don't follow along exactly with <laughs> us just feel the energies cool so we'll take a nice deep breath in through the nose out through the mouth and just begin to release everything that has happened today everything that you have going on later, any problems and issues in your life, allow them to fall away. As we get into this podcast, this conversation, this meeting of souls, we ask that our highest self begins to resonate through both myself and Marigold and everyone listening to this podcast. 
that connection that happens outside of the physical reality that's happening every day, whether you're conscious of it or not, is a fundamental aspect of being in the 3D. It's experiencing reality from a lower perspective with the help and the guidance of our highest self. So as we go in this beautiful conversation and we wind down through the road of my past and Marigold's past, I just ask that our highest self is guiding this conversation, guiding it to where it needs to be. As we come back into it, into the body, we do so with ease and peace and serenity. So yeah, that's just a little taste of uh, my meditations. Awesome. It worked. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you feel a little bit calmer, a little bit easier, a little bit more peace with inside of you. Well, for me, yes. <laughs> I hope yeah. for you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. It was You're very welcome. Yeah, it was very grounding. Thank you so much. So how about we start this conversation like at the beginning, rewind a little bit where you were before you got into this kind of lifestyle? Yeah, so growing up and really as I got into my teen and 20s and 30s, uh, early 30s, you know, like you said, I was very much in the physical. Um, I'd grown up Catholic. I'd grown up actually pretty involved in the church. I was an altar boy. I was in the choir. Uh, we went to church pretty much every single Sunday from when I was seven or eight years old until whenever First Holy Communion was. And then basically after First Holy Communion, I, I'd gotten everything that I needed out of it. And I kind of moved on from the church, um, kind of to the dismay of my mom. But uh, that's a whole nother story. So <laughs> From basically 14, 15 on, uh, there was no frame of reference. There was no uh, higher power. Um, mm. I was, for the most part, agnostic. I, I knew that I didn't know and wasn't really interested in, in understanding anything more than the physical human that I was being, the Joe Garner, this, this small I. Mm. Uh, I basically went to college, got out of college, um, kind of fell into a business with a buddy and that kind of took over a majority of my life for all of my 20s and, and uh, a little bit into my 30s. Um, we did event rentals basically. So we set up tents for weddings, corporate events, parties and stuff like that. And the first couple of years, I really loved it. I, I truly enjoyed starting a business from, from the ground up doing everything, being involved in every aspect of the business. Um, you know, I was running it. I was setting the tents up. We were cleaning the tents. We ran the warehouse. We did the sales. We talked to the clients. We went out and 
tried to drum up more business. I mean, every single aspect of the business I was intricately involved in. And I, I loved it. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, as the years kind of progressed, you know, success became kind of the problem. Um, <laughs> business was growing, but I was not letting go of what I needed to let go of. And that brought me to a point where I fell deep into depression, deep into anxiety. Um, and at the time, because there was no spiritual reference, there was no frame of, of reference for my higher self. Um, I thought it was just because I was so busy and overworked and there was so much going on in my life that I didn't have time to just kind of slow down and, 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 you know, take some time to, to relax. Um, in reality, post awakening, I really realized that what I had fallen into was not my path in life. It was just, it happened to, uh, come about. And I, because I was dedicated and I was, you know, willing to do anything, I, uh, just continued down that path without really thinking about what I actually wanted. What was good for Joe Garner? Like, mm. why was I here on the planet? Um, so that was really the, the framework for the depression and for the anxiety was, it was my soul basically saying, Hey, you are on the wrong path. You need to do something different using my nervous system to basically shake me out of this, um, you know, groundhog's day that I was experiencing for years and years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, depression is like, it's, it's the biggest sign, right? <laughs> it's like, right. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, it's a sign from your soul saying, yeah, you're, you're, you need to go down a different, different path. You need to move towards something different. And I, I've, I've, I heard a, uh, a very good kind of story about depression and, and mm -hmm. like the, uh, basically the, where it comes from in the nervous system. And, and back when we were hunter gatherers, basically, uh, if you went to a fishing hole, right. And you caught fish day after day after day. And then one day you stopped catching fish and you went back to that place. Cause you know, your nervous system said, this is where we go get fish. Right. And after two or three or four days, you're going to start feeling anxiety about going yeah. to that place because your nervous system is telling you, this is not the place where we can sustain ourselves. And yeah. if you continue down that route, then it goes into full-blown depression where you don't even want to leave your bed at that point. You're like, I can't go fishing. This is not the right thing for me. And hopefully at some point you wake up to the fact that that fishing hole is, has run dry and you need to now start hunting or start gathering or start uh, farming. Uh, yeah. And it's the way your nervous system basically tells you, you need to go down a different path. You're, you are barking up the wrong tree. Yes. And when you're not listening to that part, that depression part of yourself, then you can just like spiral down very deep into something really <laughs> bad. Yeah, exactly. And fortunately for me, I had some people in my life that, that mm. guided me a little bit. I mean, it wasn't, you know, nobody suggested, Hey, you need to get out of the business and completely rethink what you're doing with your life. Yeah. But they were helping me at least cope with and not go too far down that spiral. So I'm very thankful for, for the people that I had in my life at that point that did help me get to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so what happened? So then 
in 2020, we went through a crazy period in the world, uh, and that right. gave me a little bit a little bit of space to really take stock in what I wanted to do with my life. Why why was I, you know, put here on the planet? Mm-hmm. Um, it it was about four months, and it wasn't a it wasn't like I was completely out uh, just meditating in a cave somewhere trying to figure things out. I still had things to do within the business. Um, you know, obviously we had to lay off a bunch of employees, still trying to keep the lights on while having absolutely no revenue coming in, uh, for almost four months, uh, and just figuring out again, going through PPP and trying to find loans and trying to get extensions on our credit and all of this stuff. I was still dealing with that, but I had a little bit more time. I wasn't out, you know, actually setting up, breaking down, you know, doing the physical work. So I had a little bit more time to really reflect and to meditate and to get into a, uh, a better understanding of what I needed to be. So from that point on, I, my main focus was trying to get to, um, trying to get the business to where I could be there, you know, 30, 40 hours a week, but not have to be there every single day, eight, 10, 12 hours a day. And yeah, that, that's was, a lot. that was the main focus. Um, that was kind of what came out about that. So after going about a year down that route and really not much changing, um, mm. just trying to, you know, keep giving people more responsibilities. Um, basically one, one weekend and, and, you know, it's kind of tied to when my father passed away, uh, who mm. I didn't really know he was not really in my life. Um, my parents had separated when I was seven years old. So, the only thing that I knew about him was what I had known when I was, you know, four five, six and seven years old. It was yeah. a very limited perspective, but, um, finding out later on that after he had gone through that whole process with my mom, he basically completely turned his life around. Um, he became a big part of AA and had sponsored over a hundred people to go through the AA process. Really? Um, had basically saved his life and um you know basically his passing kind of awakened something in me so Hmm. um what what most people call a full kundalini awakening happened to me over a a one weekend period and it it was a wild wild experience (laughs) yeah i bet it was (laughs) yeah to go from basically i was the old joe i was the you know the business partner the the always on the go working every single day went to bed that night uh it was a friday night saturday morning i woke up and everything felt different uh Hmm. the way i was showing up who i was being how I was responding versus reacting to all the the difficult parts at work. Um, and it, it, it was, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if a lot of people go through this spontaneous Kundalini awakening where, where you basically go from the physical up into the spiritual uh, in your chakras, but it was a, a very unique experience to say the least. So um, that experience lasted for probably about three to four days. And then it kind of weaned back down. I got back into the physical. I kind of fell back into the, you know, the old routine basically. But I, right. I, had, I had this new reference. I was like, I know where I need to get to now. And 
everything that I was doing was trying to get back to that point, get back to that peace, that calm, that serenity mm. that I had been enveloped in for that three day period. So uh, you want to go like a little deeper into like what happened into those three days? Like, like you woke up and then like what happened? Yeah. So, you know, uh, in my normal days, I would wake up and I would be, okay, what is going to go wrong today? What am I going to have to solve? How am I going to have to, you know, fix a lot of problems that, that are going to kind of pop up. Right. And the, the morning I woke up, uh, the new me, it was, what problems do I get to solve today? How am I going to help everyone else become the best version of themselves? And it was very interesting um, to, to basically just completely change that frame of reference and to, uh, experience this new reality without, um, without really like any input. There was no, there was no, uh, like I didn't go to a class. I didn't get hypnotized. Yeah. I didn't have a, um, a, a, you know, fundamental experience, uh, through medicine or through, uh, anything like that. It was just, uh, I don't know, something basically snapped and, and I was experiencing, uh, what some people call fundamental well-being. It's the, mm. the realization that you are an experiential part of the totality of the universe and mm. you're always being held. You're always being supported. You're always, you know, no matter what choice you make, it's always the right choice. So, yeah. That was kind of that was the first experience of fundamental well-being for me. And there's a lot of study in what actually is fundamental well-being. They're actually bringing it into the physical as well. They're, hmm. You're able to to kind of um, you can do like QEEGs. You can do um, like different questionnaires and stuff like that to really figure out, you know, what level of fundamental well-being you are in at that point. Uh, and again, it's just all on a spectrum. So. Yes. So yeah. was that like super foreign for you or like did you did some part of you resist or you were just like super like into surrender mode and just like enjoying the fact that your mind that like kind of shifted? Yeah, especially for those first three days. And then every time that there was a wave of this that would come over me, I was kind of I was basically surrendering to it. It was like, OK, mm. this is beautiful. I love this. Um, you know, and, and then the ego would kind of take over and say, this isn't forever. This isn't real. You know, <laughs> you're just kind of being delusional about your reality. So snap out of it. Let's get back to work and let's go to it. So it was a very big, um, it was basically two, two parts of me pulling mm -hmm. me uh, apart and, um, trying to really rationalize, uh, again, I was very fortunate. I had a partner at the time who was spiritual and who had a bit of an understanding of what I was going through, but I didn't have anything else outside of that. I didn't, I didn't know what a, an awakening was. I didn't know uh, what spirituality was and, and what mm. this feeling was, what it was, what it, you know, that I was basically experiencing a full connection to my soul. Yeah. Uh, so you know, to kind of experience that through the lens of a purely physical being, I think was a very unique experience <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just imagine it would feel very, yeah, just foreign 
you know, like something that is like uh, you're you're so not used to it that it's just like you're like what like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just questioning everything, questioning every aspect of it, and really have, having no idea where it was going or what it was leading me towards. But I did know at a very deep level that this is mm. what I need to be experiencing every single day. Yes, and from that point on. Almost every decision that I was making, every move that I was going through was based on how do I get back to fundamental well-being or connectedness or, you know, mm -hmm. the soul level connection that that many of us are experiencing. But um, I think there's still a lot of people that that haven't experienced that. And if they yeah. have, they don't have a frame of reference for what it is and just kind of put it off as a, you know, that was a cool experience, but this is who I actually am. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to jump in a little bit. Like, I don't want to interrupt too much your story, but like while that pandemic was happening, I remember having one, like sort of the same kind of experience. And it's so funny you mentioned you were like an altar boy because I was also, well, an altar girl, if you can uh. say. I was like in the choir and I was like super involved in my church, like up until like, I, like around what you said, like when I got to middle school, like I was just like not done with it, but you know, like it was, I was like into something else. And, and I was always aware that there was something um, that was more than what we were experiencing but life just brought me into like all kinds of different paths and and I became a mother and then like I I just didn't have as much time to give to my spirituality but then when the pandemic hit I don't know just like my body just shut down and it just like and and I was like experiencing something very weird that I didn't have a frame of reference and I was like it felt like I was hot from inside. Like I was like having like um, an internal fever. But when I was touching my skin, it wasn't like hot. <laughs> and so it was like all internal. And I remember it was winter and it was like the beginning of 2020, you know, um, it was like March, you know, like at the early beginning of the whole thing. And it was like snow and I was in Quebec City and I was just like, you know, just wanted to get naked and get in the snow, just like to, to just like cool myself down. I was like, God, I'm so freaking hot. Like what's happening, you know? And then like after that period of like something like three or four days as well, I don't know, everything just shifted and then we moved and then like all kinds of stuff just like unraveled, you know? And it was like never ending it was like always like going and like new stuff were coming in and like and then i don't know it just brought me back to a space of knowing there is something more to life you know it was like just like an experience of like snapping me out of my material life that was like really mundane and like just like very deeply rooted in being a mother and like you know, activities with the kids and like all that like chores and like, you know, that that kind of just like routine that is like never ending, like, you know, always the same day, like you said. And and even though I love my kids and like they're everything to me, 
that moment it was uh, it was just so important to me to get back into this space of like knowing there is more and to get back to that spiritual way of seeing the world you know yeah yeah definitely getting back to the roots to to what you've forgotten all the all the patterns that you've put over top of this spiritual knowing yes. uh, from you know being uh, conditioned through you know society basically and exactly releasing those and and feeling okay about releasing those because yes. it's easy to say yes i'm releasing all of that stuff but to actually release it and allow it to uh exit those those um stuck emotions that, yeah. that are inside of you to allow them to actually clear out of your body that is is a true path towards you know the spiritual path yeah yeah it's it's so funny you mentioned that just that word cleared and i felt like this whole period was a cleanse like a global cleanse for most of us and yeah it's just it was like a, a cleaning of like all those residual like feelings, experience, trauma, whatever, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Because yeah, I mean, that's where the world was prior yeah. to 2020. There was exactly more divisiveness, you know, everybody was polarized between one or the other side. And there was no, there wasn't a lot of people in the middle who were speaking about the balanced approach to life. Yes. Um, it was either this way or that way. And if you don't fall into one of those two buckets, then you are outside the system for some yes. reason. Yes. So yeah, I think I think that whole period in in on the planet basically gave those people who are ready to awaken, who are ready to come into a little bit more of their spirituality, it gave them mm -hmm. the space and it gave them the opportunity to make that transition. And uh, I think that's very true about a lot of really big um crises that happen mm -hmm. on the planet it you know there is a negative aspect to the crisis but typically on the other side there's a beautiful uh blossoming of consciousness that happens on the planet so people yes. see okay i you know i i was comfortable doing it this way but here's where that led us to so now i need to rethink how i'm doing how i'm showing up every day what i'm doing in my life what what am I prioritizing in my life yeah. um, versus, you know, just basically going through the motions. This is what I do. This is how I make money. This is where I live. This is, uh, you know, this is who I am and really thinking and becoming conscious of what, what those things are that you want to be working towards. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. It's just, yeah, it, it was like for me, even though like I was, never really into the system. I never like was into like building a career or stuff like that. And mm -hmm. when I got pregnant, I, I, it was like from intuition and like, I never opened a book. I wasn't like in, in the, in the system, like, but even though I was like convincing myself that I wasn't, and I was like unschooling, I, I am still unschooling. My kids are not going into the school system because I don't believe in it. And, mm -hmm. and, even though I was like doing all those uh, alternative <laughs> kind of way of living, um, those conditioning were still inside of me. And even though I was like, my ego was able to convince myself that I wasn't like in this part of society, right? And I wasn't doing the same thing that everybody, but 
parts of me were, were so conditioned into like being against something that those parts just like <laughs> unraveled in big ways while this, that, that was like a part of my cleansing. Uh, some, like I, I've seen so many people that just like were like you realizing that uh, the work all, you know, like when you work like 80 hours a week, this is way too much. This isn't sustainable. Like I'm not enjoying my life. Right? right. And so, yeah, I feel like a lot of people went through that in their way. And for me, I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm not going to go through that because like, I'm not doing this, you know, <laughs> So, but <laughs> you know, like life just will catch up to you and, yeah, and will show you. Yes. That's a very good lesson that no matter where you're at, no matter how far along the path you yes. think that you are, there is way, way, way more in front of you to learn from. So yes, uh, I, I don't think we're ever done learning here until, uh, you know, we basically leave the earth and then, you know, we're not even done learning then we no. come back and back and back over and over and over until again, we get back reunited with source when we've seen every perspective, when we've learned every lesson when we've experienced every experience that you can you go back to source and then you just start it all over again it's yes. eternal it's, it's forever yes and that's how like the human consciousness is evolving and i, I feel like it's this is beautiful <laughs> right yeah and that's for, for my experience and and again this is a lot of what i kind of talk about and uh, is that we're going through this fundamental shift in consciousness yes. that we're going from 3D, which is separation consciousness, which is mm. I am separate from you, you are separate from me, we are separate from the earth. Nature is something that needs to be combated against versus lived alongside with. Uh, we're going from that level of consciousness into a more unified consciousness where we all start to realize that, you know, you and I are just reflections of each other, the same energy. It's just a different reflection, a different perspective, a different um, view from the kaleidoscope, you know, yeah. your view is just a little bit turned. So it's a different frame of reference, but it's still the same energy that's flowing through that kaleidoscope. Yes. So as we start to build systems, and, and again, that's a lot of kind of what I'm uh, moving towards is, is trying to understand what happens on the planet when we go through the shift and how do we build these new systems that, yes. that allow for this, this understanding that we are the same, but we are still different. We're still in a physical body that is separate yeah. from the total consciousness of the universe. Yes. Um, and there's still lessons to be learned just because we're at the, the fifth dimensional reality doesn't mean that there's not more le levels above that. And we still don't have these soul level over soul level, you know, cherubim, seraphim level experiences that we still need to have. Yes. Uh, so that's where we're kind of moving towards. It's less about, how do I make money? How do I, you know, provide safety for my family? How do I put a roof mm -hmm. over my house and moving more towards how do I develop spiritually? How do I yes. find practices that allow me to be the best version of myself, the most authentic um, emanation of my soul level so that when, you know, when your soul is basically flowing through you, you are now learning at a soul level, every single interaction, every single time you're not learning yeah. through this, uh, cloudy mirror that that your soul tries to kind of pick out. Okay, what what was the lesson there? Why what why did I experience that? Like your soul basically gets to learn directly through you from your experience, and it gets to take that and and bring it into its consciousness. Yeah, I love that. <laughs>
So how did you come to that from the guy that was still working um, in your company, like trying to uh, like make it work as much as you could, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was doing my best. I was, I was trying to make um, every decision was kind of framed around how can I step a little bit more out of the business? How can I allow more people to take over right. and, and be a bigger part and, and, you know, really feel like they were a part of something instead of just a cog in a machine, basically. Yes. Um, and we had a lot of really good guys. A lot of them stepped up and, and took on more and more and more. Um, eventually it got to a point where I realized that this, even though, even if I got, you know, I was down to 20 hours a week, it was still not my path in life. Like this mm. was not what I should be doing, could be doing. It wasn't even the location that I needed to be in. Mm. Um, and that took probably about two years to get to that realization from when I mm. had the awakening to, um, I'm sorry, it was, it was one year. So from 2021 to 2022, like spending right. that whole year trying to get this going, um, finally realizing, okay, I, I just need to kind of step out of this and really focus on who I am, what I'm being, what are my lessons and, and where I need to be going in life. Um, and as I, as I went down that path through 2021, I had several experiences. Um, I, I did mushrooms, you know, a, a macro dose of mushrooms for the first time and had a wild experience. I went through this, <laughs> this whole groundhog's day scenario where I woke up, went to work, came home, went to bed. And I did that over and over and over and over until finally something broke. And I was like, I'm done with this groundhog's day. So that was, that was a very interesting experience. Awesome. <laughs> um, then I got hooked up with this, um, it's called fit for service. Uh, so basically it's a program where it takes people who are going through some type of an awakening or they're in depression and they, they know there's something more to life. It takes them, it gives them a framework to kind of build their life around. So it's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual all kind mm. of put together. So I, I went and attended that and really saw that there are other people who are going through this. Like I'm mm. not just, you know, this is just, I'm the only one in the world that's experienced <laughs> right. this. Uh, because you do, you kind of feel like that, yes. sometimes, especially when you're in your old life and you're in a place where nobody else seems to be experiencing that. Yes. Yeah, it does. It gets very lonely. It gets very scary. And you're just like, all right, I, I don't even know what to do. So that was a, that was a very eye-opening uh, experience. I, I had a past life regression. Well, I did a couple past life regressions with mm. a person that uh, ironically enough lived 30 minutes away in Southern <laughs> Delaware. And this was this beautiful um, past life regression, uh, you know, basically quantum healer mm. was in the area, didn't have any, didn't have a business, didn't have any Facebook. Uh, basically, you know, she was uh, <laughs> friends of friends of friends and, I hooked up with her and had this, this deep, a bunch of different past life regressions, being on awesome. different planets, being a part of an Arcturian, um, basically a planetary evolution that mm. happened that ended up failing where, you know, the society basically collapsed on uh, Arcturus. And I was a part of that. I was, you know, one of the, the leaders in that group. <laughs> <laughs> and just watching the, the planet basically fall you know, 
everything burning around me and, and experiencing that, uh, that kind of awoken me to a little bit more of my passion as well, kind of as a um, planetary wide uh, channel, channeling information for what happens when we go through this shift and it works out or it doesn't work out. Again, each one is, is a beautiful lesson for all the souls involved. You still learn lessons doing it the hard way. You can learn lessons doing it the easy way. Either way, it works out. So yes. just be, just in the event that things don't actually work out, we're still all going to learn the lessons that we need. Yes. So yes. that was another You got to just trust the process, right? You yeah, just got exactly. to trust it. <laughs> Surrender to, to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I had, um, you know, probably every couple of months I'd have a new thing that would come into my life. Uh, so then I started after, after that past life regression, I started channeling. I started mm. really getting into deep meditations, being able to connect with beings that are outside of this reality. Um, and that kind of led me to the point where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to get out like this. It's obvious that I'm here for a different reason. It's not to to run some small businesses. It's it's mm. to do something a little bit more. So that's when I made the decision. Uh, you know, I gave the partners six months. Hey, I'm going to be exiting the business. I need to be pursuing something that that I know at a soul level I need to be pursuing. Yeah. Um, and that brought me to basically this last uh, January where. I went on a seven month sabbatical, um, <laughs> which was beautiful. And, and it, it started out with my ex partner. We, we both went through a very similar situation. We both had businesses. We were both mm. kind of tired of the business and we knew that we had to be, we needed to be doing something differently. Right. So we both basically went through that same process, exiting the business, getting out. And then we left and, and went on this, uh, this beautiful trip kind of all around the world. Nice. So was there some reaction when you decided to exit like from people around you? It was very interesting. Cause at that point I was, I had gotten very much into manifestation and, and how to kind of manifest. So, right. um, the the first conversation I had with the partners, it was it was very matter of fact. It was, you know, they were like, okay, we we understand, we we know that you you know need to be moving on. Let's just make sure that it it's at the right time, at the right place, and that we have everything covered. So mm. at that point, I focused my energy on finding a general manager. Um, and it was very interesting. I, I said, you know, it's gonna come from a big city, they're gonna be retired down here. They're going to have run a company that was probably 10 times larger or 15 times larger. Mm. And that is exactly what showed up. This, this gentleman from Baltimore had retired, <laughs> was working at a, a hardware store and was, you know, wanted a little bit more. He had, he had been running a business that was doing 20, $30 million a year. And, you know, basically wanted a little bit more than being a clerk at a, yeah. uh, at a hardware store. So we brought him on. He was a quick learner. I got him trained and, and ready to go. And then basically the last five months of me being at that, at, at that employment, at that place, at that company, um, I had a whole different perspective on what a business can be. Mm. I, I finally felt 
what it was like to have a business that was a little bit more self-sustaining, a little bit more manageable uh, and a little bit more enjoyable to be a part of. So it was very interesting to see that at the very end of my tenure there. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. And then went on this trip, um, really, really got to know myself. I did a lot of, a lot of spiritual work while on the trip, um, went down to Costa Rica did a lot of yoga, a lot of meditation down mm. there. Met uh, a wonderful uh, yogi who does kundalini. And that was mm. kind of the first experience in kundalini, like an actual kundalini experience, not just waking up and having a kundalini awakening. But here's the process that humans used to use to have this, this awakening. Awesome. Um, so that was a, a neat experience. And then went to Tulum for a couple, uh, for mm. six weeks um, kind of got involved in different spiritual practices down there. Um, then in August or I'm sorry, in April, I went down to Peru to do ayahuasca and have that experience. Um, so that was another wild, similar to that first mushroom experience where you go into the void, you go into the the place where there is no duality and experience it from that. And it was very interesting because from that perspective, it was like, why, why do I need to go back into duality? If, if I am the totality of the consciousness of the universe, why do I need to experience these lower levels of, of Hmm. reality? And, and the resounding answer from source was you still have lessons to learn. Even though you are a part of me, you do not know everything that I know. So you need to get back in there and learn these lessons and experience this shift in consciousness that's happening on the planet because it's yeah. apparent that you don't know how to do it uh, from your Arcturian <laughs> days. So let's, let's figure it out as a human. Yes. So yes. that was a good experience. And then, yeah, just somatic breath work, doing yoga, yeah. doing meditation every day, really focusing on healing the childhood mm. wounds that I had. So uh, I didn't really go into that, uh, that trip with the intention of healing wounds and, and all of that. But I was led to to that point, and it's been it's been wonderful. Like, I feel so much lighter and more mm-hmm. energetic, and able to show up better in the world because I have dealt with some of those deep, um, you know, a lot of it stemming around my father and leaving and and having, um, you know, really to kind of grow up. Me and my sister grew up more or less on our own. My mom was always working; she always had. Uh, she was taking care of my great grandmother at the time is when we had first moved here. So, you know, from eight to 13 or 14 years old, me and my sister had kind of lived and grown up on ourselves. We got ourselves ready for school. We came home, you know, dinner was, was made, but we had to heat it up. We had to make the table. We had to clean all the dishes. Like, and as a nine or 10 year old, I think that was a pretty unique experience. So, um, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, kind of doing that and also allowing myself to, to be able to ask for help, to, to seek help Mm -hmm. in others because of that experience. I had always basically believed that I was the one that was in charge of me and that was it. Like I didn't have to get help from anybody else. And that really limited me on how much I could grow and how much I could expand because as you know, you know, having mirrors to, to show you who you're being 
is one of the best ways that you can that you can grow as a person. So yes, um, you know, basically not having a mirror, like you can't be a mirror to yourself. Uh, it, it doesn't work. You you're you're your own <laughs> consciousness. So how can you experience it from a different perspective if you're only experiencing it from your conscious level? So yeah. that that was another <laughs> big lesson that I learned. And now I'm here today that that sabbatical ended uh, a week ago right? yesterday. So now I'm in this new creation mode. Um, I've actually signed back up with with one of my coaches and we're we're basically working on what the next iteration of Joe looks like. Uh, I thought I had kind of had it figured out, especially going into this trip and then going through all of these experiences and, and mm-hmm. clearings and, um, you know, upgrades to my mental and physical body. Yeah. Um, that path that I thought I was on seems like not the path anymore. So now we're figuring out where so, does that go? Yeah. So what was the path you were thinking you were going to go on? So the path I thought I was going to be on was a coach and meditation teacher and teaching people how to meditate. And I still want to continue to lead meditations. I, yes. I love doing them. Um, but it was it was mostly focused online. And we've kind of come to the realization that I need to be in physical communication and physical contact with other human beings. That's how I operate. So um, figuring that out. And that's, that's one thing that I think, you know, it's a great and positive thing that, that we're moving away from having to go to an office every day. But I think humans need human connection. They have to have it somehow in some way. So if you're in your apartment every single day and you're just on zoom, uh, you know, just having superficial conversations, be careful, make sure that you're going out and connecting with other people and and having genuine human connection, because that, that can lead down a road that, uh, even I experienced a little bit in the last couple of months where I go two or three days and, I, I actually live with my ex-partner, um, so I still get to see her and share and, and experience that. But, you know, outside of that, I, I hadn't talked to another human in a couple of days. And that that really starts to wear, at yeah. least on me. Uh, so just for the listeners out there, if you're feeling isolated and, and like you don't have a connection, there are ton of there's tons of people out there call up your mom, call up your friends, call up an old buddy that you haven't talked to in in 10 years and just see where that conversation goes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like we have, like I have my husband here and we have three kids and I don't think that I would be as well mentally if I didn't have them every day. I have a dog too. So I'm always like, going outside with my 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 beautiful esky and if i'm if i wasn't doing that even though i have like deep conversation and that i have like good connection with all kinds of awesome people online you're right i feel like meeting like like being able to touch each other to mm-hmm. smell each other you know to just like see how tall you are <laughs> right. it's it's crazy we see each other from here up you know and, right. and we never know what's going down there you know <laughs> <laughs> so so it's it's yeah it, it's vital it's crucial to be able to still be in relationship with 
people in the material world. <laughs> right. And that's why we come here, you know, to have these connections. Exactly. And, and from a quantum perspective. Yeah. There really is no difference between being in the physical space and, and being in an energetic connection to them. But, you know, uh, to retrain your mind, to believe that is a whole nother thing. You, you have to, it, it does take some time to really grasp what, what the quantum world actually means. So, um, until you get that full grasp and you're able to really connect with people outside of the physical reality. Yes. Uh, I definitely think that human connection, that being in a community, that, that finding like-minded people to share ideas with is a fundamental aspect of being a human being. Yes. Yes. And oh, it's so funny. Yesterday I was, I was in a, at the baseball game with my kids and they were like, since I started this podcast, like I'm always like surrounded by with like-minded people, you know, and it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It's awesome. And then to step outside and, and realize in that mainstream kind of way, you know, like those parents, the way they were talking with their children or, you know, like people were like roughing it off. And, and I was like, not shocked, but you got to be like able to still be out there. I feel like you, you still, you, you, like if you're, you're not able to go out there and like, just see that, I, f I feel like you're cutting yourself off and playing like it easy or like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but yeah, it's like the, um, uh, the monk that goes off into the, the mountains for 30 years. Like, yes, they are providing a value for service, but I don't think a lot of humans are here to do that. Yes. We are here to experience what the reality is. And just us being in that experience, us going out into the world, we're emanating our frequency out into the world. So uh, again, it's all about, you know, if you want to play small and you want to just kind of be quiet and go out into public, that's fine. But if you want to be a part of the change and the shift in the consciousness of mm. the planet, you need to be emanating your frequency out into the world. You need to be sharing with, with as many people as you can and allowing people to, if they resonate with it, awesome. That's amazing. You're going to be raising their frequency and they're going to then go out and touch another 10 people. And then they're going to touch a yeah. hundred people and then a thousand. And then before you know it, it we're up to 8 billion. Yeah. If they don't resonate with it, that's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of the other person. So just don't take it personally and, you know, be as authentic as you can be. If it's causing a problem, leave that situation, get out of that situation and find yeah. a situation where you do feel comfortable and you are accepted for who you are. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happened yesterday. I was talking about uh, a podcast episode that I, we did and, and it was like, it was it was out there, you know, because I'm talking with people that are like changing the world. So of course it's out there, you know. And and the lady I was talking with, she's a sweet, sweet woman. And and she was like, <laughs> like shocked, you know, that I was speaking about like spirituality and like meditation and like talking mm -hmm. with other beings, you know, than just humans, you know. And she she it was like, what? You know, like stop talking about that. And I was like, okay, just like this is not about me. This has nothing to do with my own word. This is her story. This is this is what she thinks. And she's she might not be 
in that state of mind to be able to receive that, you know? Right. And that's the beautiful part is that she's going to learn lessons from that perspective, just as you're learning lessons from this perspective. Exactly. So just keep in mind that we're all learning our lessons, however we yes. need to learn them. Yes. However we need to learn them. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. And I feel like when we are in that state of mind, we can actually take everything that is happening to us as an experience that we can actually learn from. And so you, you by doing that, you, you step outside the victim consciousness where you, you feel like something happening to you or you take personally something that has nothing to do with you, but you're still like stuck in that that state, like that consciousness of like being a victim that something is happening to me and it's not fair or whatever, you know, like that, that right. small uh, way of uh, thinking about ourselves, you know? Yeah, and then expanding that into a, yes. a much broader um, state of consciousness. So yeah, there's there's the victim, there's the manifester, there's the uh, channeler, and then there's the being state of consciousness. Mm -hmm. The being state being, you know, I am one with God, God is one with me. Channeler being I can bring the energy of God into me and emanate it into the reality, the physical reality, and then manifester being the one that changes the reality based on their beliefs and based on who they are being. So yeah, th those are the Michael Beckwith kind of teaches that in his uh, yes. life visioning process. So yeah, I that's, that. the, that's the one that resonates with me the most. Nice. I love that. So you're looking to do like what retreat or like open the center or like yeah, where are you at? At this point, I think the retreats, um, I, I do still want to keep leading meditations, right. uh, either in person and online. I just, uh, was it yesterday, two days ago? Yeah. I did a full moon meditation manifestation, um, which was beautiful. And I, I want to kind of continue doing those. Um, yeah, I think the retreats is, is another way just uh, picking a different topic and say, Hey, I'm going to do a retreat on, you know, whatever it is, maybe it's cryptocurrency, maybe it's, uh, yeah. how to embody, uh, leadership in your business, you know, those kind of things. Um, and then I also uh, am getting into podcasting as well. So, uh, I think doing the podcast and, and connecting with other humans that are making a difference in the world and, really trying to get out this information, get out the fact that there is a shift in consciousness that's happening on the planet. And if you want to be on the um, the easy end of this lesson that we're experiencing, you got to get out in front of it. You can't experience it from, you know, after we've made this transition and now you're yeah. going through, you're going through an awakening um, with another, you know, 100 million or 500 million or a couple billion people all going through that process that we went through two yeah. or three years ago, all doing it together. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's going to be an interesting time for humanity when when that process happens. So yeah, uh, if you are interested in getting out in front of it, you've got to start doing your spiritual practices, you've got to start, you know, again, I, I typically recommend meditation, I recommend um and I think a lot of people think of meditation as just sitting down and quieting the mind, which that is an aspect of it. But meditation can be anything. It can be working out. It can be going to the gym. It can be going on a walk. It can be walking with your dog. It can be cleaning the dishes. It can be folding the laundry. I mean, 
anything that gets you out of your thinking mind, that gets you out of that chatter that's happening throughout your day. Yeah. However you can do that and connect with the aspect of yourself that doesn't exist in this reality, uh, whatever you call that, your soul, your higher self, God, the universe, um, anything that gets you to that point. And, and just to be conscious of that, like, mm -hmm. am I experiencing that right now? And why am I experiencing that right now? What am I doing while I'm experiencing that? So finding that some people do it with driving, uh, you know, when yeah. they're driving, they're like, ideas just come to me. I, I have these uh, sparks of innovation that that happen. So, um, you know, what what I believe that really is, is that's your soul being connected to you, sending mm. you information, you're channeling information from the aspect of yourself that's outside of physical reality. And that's right. what an idea is. That's what a thought is. It's, it's, you know, your, your mind is basically a receiver for these quantum, um, waves that are happening all the time. So mm. being conscious of what, what is you, what is not you, what is just this wave that's passing through. And a lot of the, the negative self-talk, the, mm -hmm. um, negative emotions that we experience a lot of that is just these waves that are coming through us that you know aren't it's not us that's saying that it's just you know this this small piece that comes through us and then we attach meaning to that piece yes. that came through us yes you call this piece like the ego or yeah, the ego. That's typically, you know, that's, that's typically what we call it. Yeah, the little you, the 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 you know, rational mind. However, you want to do that. Your yeah. left brain, conditioned um, part. Exactly. Yeah. The 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 survival mode too. Like I feel like I remember when I was younger and I was <laughs> um, in that that spiritual awakening and I was like in my 20s and I, I wanted to kill my ego you know like when you go through that right. that phase where you want to kill it and and that one like I remember being in meditation and just realizing that if I kill it I I, I kill myself you know right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna die <laughs> that that's the part that wants me to survive you know and we just need to work together and because sometimes the ego the way it works will help you survive in in ways that is not actually helping you <laughs> right it'll prevent you from your spiritual awakening it'll prevent you from yes. going down that road because when you when you shift your timeline into a more spiritual timeline you're yeah. you're going into the unknown it's yes it's, the, it's scary the venture out into the the abyss um you know the hero's journey goes he goes out into the unknown to find who he truly is. And then he comes back home, still yeah. a human, still a person, still a being that has an ego, but uh, the ego is in the back seat. The ego is not driving the vehicle. Anymore. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know what, like being a mother, it's so crazy. You have like those little beings, you know, and they're, they're afraid, you know, like, especially when they're developing this ego part of themselves, mm. when they, they realize that they're not part of the mother, you know, like they actually won themselves, you know, like they're separated. And so they have to build up this, this ego side of themselves so they can, survive you know and you can see them like building themselves and and it's it's very fun to to catch them like being like acting from their fear and to be able to reflect that to them 
and so they can build themselves from another space instead of building themselves from fear because it's it's just what it is you know it's it's fear and it's how to deal with fear you know like they say like being courageous is not not being afraid it's just to right. be afraid and keep on going you know exactly so, yeah so, if you yeah. don't have fear you are uh, out of touch with reality because yes. there's a lot of things to be afraid of be fearful of you know the you're you're fearful when you're in the jungle you're fearful fearful of the lion coming to oh, yeah. tear you <laughs> apart um, but being courageous is still walking tall and making sure that you are looking out for that thing that can yes. get you but you know you're not in a cave you're not cowering away you're not running away from the fear you've got to approach it with a uh, level head and a balanced approach yeah and i feel like the ego is just like that you know it's just that fear that is keep like keep knocking at your door like saying this is so scary don't go there and then mm -hmm. like having children it's so easy to just do it with your kids you know like they're they're so small and you want to help them and so you're like yes it's scary but let's go together you know and by doing that with your kids it's like teaching, like it was teaching me at the beginning, like my, my oldest daughter is like 12 now. So, so we've been through this a long time ago. Um, but yeah, like to be able to help her through those fears, it was like very teachable for me to just learn how to even do that with myself with those little fears that are still inside of me. Like, you know, to be able to do it like in a material world with my daughter was like teaching me how to do it like internally. So, right. Yeah. yeah, kids are definitely one of the best mirrors that you can have. For oh, yeah. sure. they, they pick up on all the things that you do. And then oh, when yeah. you see that and it it creates that response in you, you're seeing, you know, what you've created is giving you that uh, yeah. that that response that, hey, this isn't right. So you kind of see, OK, like I've you know, this is this is who I was being. It created this thing now. How can I change that? And, and yeah. it's it's wonderful to see. Yeah, so true. There's such a great reflection of everyone. <laughs> and yeah. they have like no filter. So they're just going to say it, right? <laughs> they're exactly. just going to speak their mind. And <laughs> so it's, it's <laughs> I just love them so much. Those yeah. kids, they're the future. I love them. For sure. Yeah, to help them like be in those kind of states, it's just amazing to see them uh, growing from like a space of like they they are able to meditate like every day, you mm -hmm. know, like they're able to tell um, how they're they're going through their day, what they've learned, um, how they like what was the trigger, you know, and and to overcome those triggers and and so yeah, I just yeah to see what happens when those kids are, you know, running the world. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be a beautiful place oh, yeah. that we're in for sure. Yeah. And I yeah cannot there's so much more spiritually developed than we were when we were kids. Yes. Or, as, or, as we were so much more developed spiritually than our parents. And I feel like exactly. this is, this is the whole thing, you know, <laughs> like it's this just is the like, evolution. This is what happens <laughs> when higher energies come to a planet is that, you know, each generation starts to really, uh, they get to stand on the shoulders of the previous generation. Yes. So, uh, you know, we, in previous uh, times, we did that with technology. We did that with empire. Yeah. We did that with, you know, uh, all the things that led us to this point where we need to make this shift. 
Now yes. we we get to the, stand on the spiritual backs of the previous generation. So kind yes. of from my perspective, it kind of started in the 60s with with the you know hippie revolution and uh, bringing Eastern spirituality to the West yes. uh, back in the 1920s. Um, That was kind of the very first start. And then it's just, it's been this slow, slow, slow progress up until, you know, any day now, there's going to be this massive shift in in the consciousness of the planet. And people are just going to fully reject anything that doesn't um, align with spiritual development, that doesn't align with uh, cooperation, that doesn't align with um, everyone being taken care of and not in a, you know, I have to take care of you. It's like, here's how to take care of yourself. Go out and do it. Yes. I love that. This is exactly how I raise my kids. You know, they gotta, they gotta be able to know who they are and what they can bring. And, and by knowing that and bringing that forward in society, that's how the shift is going to happen because this is how we're, like learning how to do right we're, we're learning that like I'm, I'm almost 40 and i spent my my 20s and my 30s like trying to figure out like <laughs> what the fuck was gonna happen you know and and by just stepping outside our conditioning like i feel like yeah we're just like entering this other perspective of like doing who we are truly and the generation uh, after me which is like what like the the millennium and the gen z and i I just i just look at them and i i'm like my god they're like they're amazing they're (laughs) they're doing millions of like dollar just like being themselves not all of them i'm not saying all of them but i've like I remember being 20 and I wasn't like that entrepreneur people. Like I wasn't like trying to step outside the, the working uh, environment space. Like I was still thinking that I had to work for somebody else, you know, and, and there was not like much of like business people in when I was young, you know, and now you, you can see them, they're all over the place, you know, and they're all like bringing forward what they have to bring forward, you know? Yeah, they're bringing forward million and billion dollar ideas. And they're actually yes. creating them too. Like they're, yes. they're manifesting it into the reality. Like they're not just uh, <laughs> preaching about it on their college campus. They're, they're doing the work to actually make it happen. I love it. I yeah. love it. Oh, well, Thank you so much, Joe. I really enjoyed our conversation. Yes, this was so wonderful. I really yeah. appreciate you having me on and yeah, um, definitely crazy. looking forward to uh, listening to all your guests. I, I've heard, yes. I've listened to one episode so far, I think that you've put out. So yeah, they're all like so amazing. <laughs> I'm just having such a blast. It's, it's very fun to do. So what if uh, you say, um, you, you tell like an advice, what, 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 what? What kind of advice would you have for people that are starting to wake or, and then we can uh, leave after that? Yeah. I mean, from, from my experiences, I mean, again, you're not alone. There's a lot of people in the world Mm -hmm. that are going through this. So uh, a few things that have kind of uh, become apparent to me is that as you begin to vibrate, as you go through this awakening process and you begin to vibrate on a different level, you, you will naturally begin to attract people, experiences, uh, and lessons into your life. So 
just allow those to come in um, kind of maybe think a little bit outside of the box when, when a stranger comes up to you and, and has something to say, don't just, you know, throw, just kind of like shoo them aside or something like people feel your energy, whether they're mm -hmm. conscious of it or not. So allow that, uh, these new circumstances to kind of come into your life and, and to, um, help guide you because that's, that's what it took for me. It was a whole bunch of different people who, uh, synchronistically came into my life and have kind of moved me along to the point where I am now. And it continues to happen. I'm, I'm, I just moved to a new city. I'm in Austin now. So, um, every day I meet one or two or three different new people who, you know, we have a deep conversation. We, we enjoy the, the connection that we have. Mm -hmm. And that's how this, this reality works. You're, you're attracting, you're always attracting what you are vibrating out and it's never the other way around. So the more joy, the more peace, the more gratitude, and the more love you can um, basically incorporate into your being, the better experiences you're going to have, the more aligned you're going to move in life, and the better reality you're going to create for yourself. Yes. Uh, and that's kind of the, the overview of what I would recommend as people kind of go through this awakening process. And again, don't be afraid to ask for help. Even if it's mm -hmm. not from somebody that you think is a spiritual leader, um, you know, I've, I've gone through this with my mom who was basically uh, grew up in the church, was still mm -hmm. going to church every single day. And in the last couple of, you know, maybe the last year or so, she's really been expanding her horizons on what her beliefs are. And that's been amazing to kind of see her going through this experience. Mm -hmm. And I've learned so much from her experiences. So uh, even just connecting with other people who are at the same exact level, or even, you know, a little bit, you know, uh, earlier on in their awakening process, mm -hmm. that provides some, some uh, much needed assistance and some perspective and really just allows you to, to see what is happening in your life. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. You're Thank you welcome. so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed the conversation as well. This was this was so wonderful and um, looking forward to, you know, your path and seeing where yes. and who you uh, end up becoming. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to link uh, all your social media in the description below so that people can uh, reach out to you if they want to, I don't know, organize a convention or something where there's like retreat or meditation or like <laughs> exactly yeah if, if anybody's looking yeah i'm looking to put in put put together retreats um uh, one idea is to kind of create like a spiritual um, stage for speakers to kind of come through so that's another yeah. path if if you have uh if you're interested in speaking about spirituality uh on a stage in front of people um certainly reach out to me i would love to hear from you Yeah, I love that. Thank you.